Okay. Uh, give me your idea. Oscar Sorry, what are you doing? Uh, Oscar Taylor again, give me your You're idea. You're just inviting me in here. I don't even know what's going on. Um, I've never been in this room before. I've just figured we've reached a stage you? in our friendship where we should bond. It was really weird. I just came out of my room. There's this door that wasn't there before, and I opened it, and then you, you were in here. Who are you? Um, you may be wondering why I'm naked right now, and that's because... This I is how creative. ideas happen. This is how ideas are born, just like the life of a human. I believe it was created. Hemingway who said, uh, never write sober, but edit naked. I believe it was Hemingway that said... <laughs> he didn't say anything, he was mute. He was the world's first write, mute writer. So, so he yeah. was like Beethoven, but with his mouth instead of his ears. Well, all writers can't speak. In a way, in a sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, you've got an idea for a sitcom. And when I, don't I? And I think you should share it with us so we can develop we've it together. Written, we've written stuff before together. Um, like any writer, I guess we're always coming up with ideas. And we're very hip. And um, young? Youthful? I think... I think uh, on, on the, the cutting edge. Mm, mm, trendy. I, yes. I am a trendsetter. I'm a trend taker. I still trends make them my own. So, so I'll be I'll take I'll be taking notes while we go through this process for, and figuring out for review for testing purposes. For, for testing purposes <laughs> and for training and just for my Tumblr blog where I just put sad things on on the internet. Yeah. Well, I've got a big notebook full of ideas and uh, one was on my mind lately. Okay. Um, I've been thinking a lot about tech video games I do work in the video game industry <laughs> I've been thinking about tech recently I'm yeah. a tech guy now I was thinking you know if I was more skilled I would be in the tech industry probably leading it to be honest I think you would be the Mark Zuckerberg of tech because he's not the Mark Zuckerberg of tech but really I'm more like the Jesse Eisenberg of tech because he isn't he's acting he's pretending <laughs> uh, so go on yeah um yeah, so the 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 the, I, the basic idea I have, because I want to I want to get in on this video game trend. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got uh, Video Gaiden came back on BBC mm-hmm. online. I think Dara O'Brien is doing some is hosting some kind of video game thing. Mm-hmm. Video games are in. People are willing to take a gamble again. There was that Charlie Brooker documentary mm-hmm. where he talked about video games. Okay, people like video games. They they are definitely on a wave. Candy Crush? There is a wave, and I think they're on it. The games are going to get wet. VR is happening. The VR is a very hot Which is the key the idea behind... I've got an idea... Okay, so it's... Take us back from the top. Take us from the top. They're in an investment meeting. Okay. I don't know who they are Yeah. Okay. They're presenting an idea on VR. Mm-hmm. They slide it across. They go... If I said VR to you, what does that mean? And he goes, like, virtual reality. And they go, like, oh, I was just going to say very real. But that's good, too. <laughs> it, it works both ways. That's the glory. And then he's, like, looking around, and he's, like, they're, like, what do you see? And he's just, like, uh, lots of ghosts. And they go, lots of ghouls. I think you mean ghouls. <laughs> and he goes, well, okay, there's the ghouls. What's, what's the game? And they go, well, there's just lots of ghouls. <laughs> Okay, I, I, this could be the next Minecraft. I think I'll give it That's to you right the now. idea. So there's just a lot of goals in a video game. In a similar way to the characters, I think it's true to life, because in a similar way to the characters pitching a VR game that is just lots of goals. Right. 
I'm pitching a TV idea that is just about lots of ghouls. I, I guess you can you can argue that. The uh, working title is Lots of Ghouls for both the game and the Frankly, TV I think anything else would be a lie. <laughs> I've made my first note of the show. I just want to just want to get this on record. My note is one word. Ghouls. Well, there's lots of them. <laughs> oh, I should probably put a couple more words in just to clarify. Uh, lots of. Okay. Because I am kind of intrigued by, like, Oculus Rift tech demos and stuff and that whole kind of thing. There's not really much to a lot of them. Uh, we did one once where we got executed mm. in Paris. Mm-hmm. So Assassin's Revolution. Creed Unity. Really, this could stem as a sequel to such a thing. The ghouls are the people that have been executed in the past. So really, it's just a continuation of what's already been done. I, I have like worked in development. I have worked in marketing. I have seen some marketing happen. <laughs> I've seen an advert once or twice in my life. So I guess the idea is kind of marketing a dumb thing. <laughs> I, I, I know you're saying dumb at the moment, but I think this could go places. So what do these ghouls do? Mischief. <laughs> 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 Would you like to go into what mischief is? Yeah, or? ghoul stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They're ghouls doing ghoul things. What kind of things do ghouls get up to on a regular basis, do you think? Pranks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the ghouls. I love the idea of like a haunted mansion is just a place where ghouls do pranks. A haunt. Hmm. You see, it's it's quite a simple idea. It's just about <laughs> ghouls. <laughs> I can tell you put a lot of thought into this. But it's like with, with the show, because we have to create a product at the end of this. Yeah, of course. It's like I'm not really sure where they're going with it. You know, is it just about the ghouls? Do they have a successful Indiegogo or something? Mm. Do they sell it to a haunted house proprietor? I, I can see, yeah. I can see that working out. Do they somehow end up marketing it successfully and then they have to deal with it? Yeah. Do they have multiple dumb ideas? I, I, I've I been thinking about it too. and I There's think, a few different I think tangents. The, the VR ghouls thing could be a new thing. Like, VR is newish. It's been around a few years. Yeah. But these guys, I figure, before you start coding for VR... You have to have a background in games technology. So I oh, think these guys, these guys are maybe in their mid twenties. Maybe and one of them past, does. One of them. Maybe it's just one of them's just a fool. Maybe he's just, just into ghoul stuff. He's just into tricks and mischief. Um, I feel like maybe back when they were like thirteen, they were really into Sonic forums, and they were developing a lot of maybe basic two D. You're describing me. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, in a couple of years, you were making a great ghoul video games in VR. But I think there needs to be kind of a history to these. These characters. I just noticed in your recording software is telling us that we are talking C major. <laughs> I always keep it in key. I always keep it in key. And we've been recording for 211 bars. <laughs> if we need to wrap this later on, we've got a perfect record. So, yeah, I think there needs to be... What kind of history do these characters have? Do they, have they known each other for a long time? I was thinking the main guy could be, like, a kind of a privileged kind of guy. You know, his, his dad... In like in, he makes his dad has a lot of money somehow. Mm-hmm. He did some kind of tech innovation, but like a really like mediocre one. I was thinking maybe like the technology that switches between rear view camera and front view camera or something. I I, I don't know if you can call that a technology or just <laughs> changing cameras. But he did it so it's like he seamlessly it switched or something. Okay, and he's but got some kind of pattern. He, so he doesn't do it really first have to get a pattern. Yeah, sure. I respect that. But he's like trying to do his own thing, kind of. But he doesn't really realize that he doesn't. He's not really risking anything. Okay. The other guy maybe is more of the coder. You know, he's got like an A level. 
<laughs> I love this guy. He didn't go to. De- he didn't get a degree. He didn't get expensive. He, he went to college and thought, you know, I'm good with my A level encoding. It's I'm good in Visual Basic. If you need an Excel spreadsheet whipped up, I will get that. Excel it's 2016. I mean, if for uni, you're looking at at least 30k, and that's just you know, that's true. No indie developer these days is going to be pushing 30k no on, on their first game. Yeah, so you know, you want to get out there, get some experience. Basically. Experience is better. Okay, so then you've got you've got a gut. I think the gut, the fact that the main guy's got wealthy family, provides you with a lot of opportunities. Because you see in a lot of TV shows, in order to do a lot of stuff and the excuse, you can say, well, they've got rich family. So they can get up to a lot of mischief themselves, just like the motherfucking ghouls, in real life, because they have this kind of financial support network around them. Yeah, it's like, do we bring, like, a marketer in, too? You know, I, I don't know. The team could dynamically expand as the, as the story goes on. But I, I think so one kind of interesting thing would be if something in their past kind of took caught up with them in the present so they're they're going they're going full on with these ghouls they're really into these ghouls they're pushing the ghouls they love the ghouls people other people maybe don't like the ghouls so much oh you about like the train thing go on (laughs) you can't just bring up vehicles and say (laughs) because like maybe they had like a game before that wasn't so successful and then suddenly it does become successful in like a niche market sure. like on Steam or something yeah. like something like Euro Truck Simulator or like I was thinking like uh, Trans-Siberian Extreme Dub Edition what does the dub do? I don't know but <laughs> <laughs> it's just there the dub's in what are the mid- if you love dub there's a dub in there one of the Midnight Club games that was called like something Dub Edition <laughs> I like that. You're pulling on your I don't know what it means. Um, so, yeah, I think if those games kind like of take a train off racing game. Very underground, kind of big hits. They, they hit hard in Eastern Europe. So, maybe one of their historical products is hit hard in Eastern Europe. I think one thing that could be good for the show would be like juggling. So it's Juggle, just juggling. It juggling. We are juggling with the ghouls. They, that's no, no, forget this idea. It's oh, just okay, jugglers sorry. now. Okay. <laughs> We're just doing clown stuff. It's set in a circus. There's eight of them. But right. two of them die. <laughs> so wait, are you in a juggling you, accident? And juggling has been banned. <laughs> Just like it's the footloose of juggling. It's the new eighties hit. Okay, back to the okay, video game. Okay, we're scrapping the juggling idea. Um, it's sort of uh, juggling success with being incompetent. So what kind of? So the the game. Are they're we going Trans Siberian. They're going Trans Siberian. They're in over their heads. I think it could work. I was also thinking that maybe the technology that they've come up with to render all of the ghouls in the VR screen at once could itself be actually impressive. But what they want to do with it, Arca, the ghoul game. Yeah, it's AKA. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not going so well. But yeah. they want to push that. But another company, they don't really realize what they have, and another company's like. Wanting to bring them in so they can use it for like I don't know the next Dynasty Warriors game. <laughs> we the next Dynasty Warriors Ghoul Edition is just going to have a lot of ghouls you're fighting, mm-hmm. thousands yeah. of ghouls. But they want to push the ghoul game. But I don't really know where it goes. I think we need to figure out like a pilot situation. Okay, okay. Let's so let's go. Uh, let's take it right down to a kind of low level and say. Yeah, we need to figure out like a small pilot story, which can kind of resolve and be on its own, mm-hmm. but leave it open. For a series. I mean, you could end it with them, you know, unexpectedly getting Indiegogo funding or something. Mm. We Kickstarter and Indiegogo, we're not clear on that yet. But they'll pick that up as they go along. Yeah. So I think we should take a short break and we should come back with this very low level of script. It would, um, yeah, it'd be like double fine 
you know, double fine adventure success, except they're obviously bad and they don't know what they're doing. Which like some that. people would say it was double fine adventure. <laughs> We're back on the side. I like Broken Age. Hey there, do you like books and listening? Well, Amazon Audible might be the service for you, where books are read to you and you listen. Amazon Audible. So, uh, so that was a word for our sponsors, Audible. If uh, you hear it, listen it. <laughs> if you listen, they will come. Um, yeah, so we're thinking... Uh, let's, call, let's call this lots of ghouls for now. That's okay, the that's the working title. I've just updated the, the, uh, the notes to just say lots of ghouls. So the pilot episode, then, is them shopping around this idea. Lots of ghouls. Okay. I think we should worry about stuff like uh, trans-Siberian... Uh, Extreme dub edition later if okay. we build it out into a series. Sure. Let's just focus on the ghouls. <laughs> Let's just get back to the ghouls. So, it starts off with a cold open. Mm-hmm. They're pitching the thing, as I described, you know, it's like you know, VR, lots of ghouls, what are the ghouls doing? Mm, doing do mischief. mischief. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then it kind of cuts to that not being good. Uh, then, where do they go from here? Right. I think... I think they didn't get funding from this investor. They, they go for more investors. I think also this investor has to be someone. I think crowdfunding is very now. I don't, I think they the investor can't be say like a big producer, millionaire producer. It has to be someone not EA. Level. It's someone that they EA can sports. easily access. I think if their if one of their parents is Easy this Richmond. Then maybe one of his friends. He used to develop like uh, something else to do with cameras. He like, probably has some contacts in the tech. He invented too. French Flash on Snapchat. He was the first to do it. So he bad. Uh, Wait, he invented what? <laughs> um, I'm not so very I, up to date with Snapchat. I think shopping it to these kind of people, these low level front flash inventors, is quite a good idea to start with. They're not going to go. They're not going to go. They're not going to be talking to the the uh, Jerry Seinfeld to start with. These master producers. I think they're going to be on these low levels. So what you're saying is Jerry Seinfeld doesn't want anything to do with this. I think, no, I'm saying Jerry Seinfeld will want something to do with that in the series finale. Not yet. Who are we going to have in this? Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. He's the first character. Because I did mention Jesse Eisenberg earlier, and, you know, he's kind of... I don't think Jesse Eisenberg's too full of himself. I think he would be willing to do something... A little bit more low-key. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking like this is like a Netflix original. Yeah, yeah. We get Richard Ayati to produce it, too. It is Amazon Prime exclusive. (laughs) What's below Amazon Prime? Nothing, I guess. I think we could break Amazon Prime. What is the opposite of Prime? Amazon Subprime. Amazon Beta. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think... So I think that should, the first episode revolves around them getting the idea, or they have the idea. So wait, we are getting Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is he the main I, character? I, I don't he think he's sort of a rich son I, kind of thing. He, I think he kind of has a maybe a successful kind of guy. Uh, what's Jonah Hill doing? <laughs> Not much. You know, the coder could be like a Jonah Hill type. I, I see that. Who else codes? Who has glasses? Uh, <laughs> Anyone can wear glasses. Wait, do we just Forget Google it. glasses? George actors? Clooney. <laughs> George Clooney, the Robert De Niro. year old man, he plays a twenty-one-year-old. Robert De Niro was in the Intern. Well, I get, yeah, That's, I can see that. You know, interns are usually young. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of the point of that movie, though. Um, so yeah, I think shopping it to friends, 
You, I think you had an idea of it in a coffee shop, showing it off to a barista. And I think the idea that this is quite... That like could a be a funny experience. juxtaposition, whereas we're on board as a viewer, we're thinking, this is a dumb idea. But then, you know, this barista tries it out after their investor thing, mm. and he loves it. So you think, well, how could you maybe not the people it? would love it, They're looking at ghouls. I think if, if you put that headset on in a coffee shop, you're surrounded by just the smell of coffee and people... Um, well, I was I think you put that the executing game. You put that headset on, and you you're just seeing so many fucking. Because if you've not tried VR, it is a, it is hard to explain. It is very impressive technology. Yeah, you know, you put it on, you look around, there's just calls everywhere. <laughs> At first, it's terrifying. At first, it's terrifying, but then you realise that they're just doing mischief. <laughs> so really, yeah, you're you're much more at ease now. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- so I think just I think it's an impressive kind of idea. The technology, obviously, is very impressive. People okay, so the technology is really good. But the fact that there's a lot of ghouls doesn't really impress many people. They're just but ghouls. The main character, I'm going for Julian at the moment. Julian and Pat. Got it. Uh, he didn't actually come up with the technology because he's just an ideas oh, man. no, what, what? And they're oh, just what? like a startup, so they haven't necessarily figured out the papers. I'm thinking we go social network with it. <laughs> I'm thinking Pat has... Because Pat made the technology, and okay. it's really good technology. Right, it, it does sound like good technology. But, you know, who actually owns the rights to that? Because it was, you know, it was Julian's idea for the ghouls, but Pat put it into motion. <laughs> you know, if someone's interested in buying them out, maybe they, they're only going to go for one of them. Yeah. Do you do the, do the, do the buyer, do they go with the ghouls or do they go with the technology? Because Pat's for a so nice guy. Ghouls. He's just, like, helping him come up with the technology. He just, he just loves ghouls. But who owns the technology for mm. it is the thing. Yeah. Because one of them believes in the ghouls, one of them is more like, you know, maybe I just want the money. I just want to sell it, but the guy, other guy's like... You know, what, what about the ghouls? <laughs> He's slamming his fist on the table. What about the ghouls? You know, you don't want to corrupt that idea. Because really, you, it wouldn't even need to be ghouls. It could be jugglers, as you said earlier. <laughs> it could be doctors. You could have just a large amount of anybody. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of technology. That's the beauty, <laughs> that's the beauty of technology. You just get a lot of things on the screen You put it on your head and then you wherever you want. So really, they're selling more of an idea. Yeah. But they don't really realise that. I th- yeah, I think they're just solidly pushing the ghouls perspective. They're very into the ghouls perspective right now. And I think they're just pushing the ghouls too much. And the technology's an undiscovered kind of secret as of yet. So I think maybe they're going to the friends saying, do you like ghouls? Do you- what do you think about ghouls? And people are just kind of like, well, I don't know. I- I've not re- honestly got much of an opinion on ghouls. I guess they're scary. Unless they're doing mischief, obviously. So I think they're just selling it in the wrong way. I think we need to push it ahead. Like, what exactly is okay, the yeah. next thing that's happened? Okay, yeah. We should. We really should get off the ghouls, I think. They've literally gone We're to the investors meeting, and I'm not really sure where they're going. I mean, I mean, I think I know in the long term where it might be going. Okay. But, like, what is literally going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> okay, because, you know, let's go with Jesse Eisenberg and Jonah Hill. Got it. They've just gone out of the meeting, you know, Jesse Eisenberg playing it fairly straight. Mm-hmm. But a bit silly. Yeah. Uh, A.K.A. Lex Luthor, Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> Jonah Hill, I'm not sure what he's doing lately. He's had some serious roles. It's good for him. Moneyball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in Wolf of Wall Street. True. You know, he's, he's a serious actor. He's, he's, he's an actor. But this okay, is him doing a comedy role. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want him to get any ideas. Not, he hasn't got much experience with that, obviously. He knows what he's in for. Uh, I'm just going to write Jonah Hill comedy role. Mm-hmm. So what would the next step for those guys be? Um, Obviously, they need to get the right eyes on this because they don't mm, feel appreciated yeah, of course so how do they go about that 
Maybe they go to some kind of event, some kind of convention. I, I, that's a good. I think that's a good plot. Because like, there's, yeah, there's a lot of events seen. where, like, you know, like maybe they don't have tickets to like. I don't want to say GDC because mm. then we have to go film it in San Francisco. I, I Netflix had a lot of money, but they don't really have that much. We're going to Amazon Prime anyway. That's the so. secret. I, I didn't want to, say, to tell anyone. All of the Netflix originals are made on very shoestring budget. <laughs> it literally is back ten thousand dollars. I mean, why do you think like Daredevil. a lot? Yeah, a lot of Daredevil scenes done in like one shot. You know, one take. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the first episode, which yeah. is all that's why take. they have some of those really long like fight scenes where it's just like one shot yeah. because like they can't be doing lots of different shots yeah a lot of the times Daredevil gets hit he wasn't originally meant to That's get hit it's expensive if you got to edit that together he was never actually meant to get hit but he was just very bad at choreography they couldn't go back <laughs> well, and lines <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a bad idea hiring a blind actor how is he going to read a script is he a blind actor because <laughs> if not quite he, I don't think he is but you know it's very impressive how he managed to get that blind I guess that's why he wears glasses a lot of it which is the, ma- the mask is the things, and then he's got like the blind glasses. So, are we? Should we have a blind character? No, I think we need to. Kind I'm not of interested in representing anyone. <laughs> Nobody gets represented except for two white guys in their twenties. One of them is a college dropout. Don't they have to play a white man? <laughs> are we pulling a Tropic Thunder Robert Downey Jr. kind of vibe here? Because I think that was highly controversial at the time. I don't want to say yes, but I don't want to say no. <laughs> we'll leave that on the table. You know, this is just like. We have uh, Eisenberg hasn't signed yet, you know. <laughs> it doesn't really matter who who, he, who he plays. He's in negotiations. Who. But I think just for the, 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 the to help come up with the ideas, we're just kind of okay. we're writing it for him. So we got Eisenberg and Hill for now. Okay, I, I can see that working. And they're like, when we got this technology, we need to get it in front of the right people. Mm-hmm. We need to go to LA. <laughs> Where are they from? Yeah, we need to where go to like live? some kind of GDC. Where do they live? Uh, they live just off the coast of Hawaii. <laughs> in, a, in a submarine. <laughs> in the sea. <laughs> they live just off the coast of an island. A notoriously small island <laughs> that is already in the middle of nowhere. They live just off the coast of that. Okay, uh, I guess they've got an interesting perspective. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like lots of tech people live on islands. <laughs> what? Or like remote places. You've seen uh, X Machina. True, I guess. Uh, maybe they live like uh, it's a kind of tech. They live in San Francisco. They live in the Amazon right They live in San Francisco. GDC is in San Francisco. Got it. Let's set it at the time of GDC. Okay, that probably the easier way rather than flying. There's a lot of coffee shops as well, so that helps. <laughs> that is integral to the plot device. Um, so yeah, yeah. If they're going so, to Jonah Hill is still at uni, but it's called college in America. Oh, wait. You had had A-levels. Is it okay to set in America if we are pitching it to the BBC? Because they're very interesting. That is true. They're very interesting. I don't know if they would give us funding. Okay, well, let's keep Eisenberg and Hill, but set it in London. Okay. Brighton. (laughs) Brighton is the San Francisco of the UK. (laughs) It is up and coming. I'll give them that. There's some hills and... uh, Coffee shops? The sea. (laughs) (laughs) Is San Francisco coastal? Do they have beaches? Yeah. Brighton's got a beach. They have a notoriously famous bridge. Um, they got bridge, but is it like I don't know? Is it like a bridge? You can't have a bridge over the sea. So I was thinking, is it a river? <laughs> the Thames nearby. Golden Gate Bridge. Where is it? <laughs> you know, not all bridges are over water either. I get ra- ra- railway bridges. Yeah, because I was thinking, you know, a lot of people die falling off Golden Gate Bridge. So it's like, what if it's just water? Would they really die? <laughs> 
Water's soft. Did you know? Ground you, is hard. You can land at any height into water and you'll be fine. <laughs> it's true. It's why NASA lands spaceships in water. Yeah. It's safe. And that's why they do those um, dive boards into the small cup of water. True. Where did you go? You just left. (laughs) It's not that bad. It's a good idea. If it's concrete, it would be a bad time. It's a good idea. I don't know where you left. Um, Okay, George is gone. I I don't know. Did you even introduce yourself as George? I'm very confused. I'm the George now. It's in Brighton. So it's in Brighton. Are they playing Americans or are they playing Englishmen? Or Welshmen? They've got range. They've got range. Okay, I see that. Are there any English equivalents of these actors? No. Uh, what's the guy from the IT crowd doing? He did Moon Boy, but that was terrible. Richard Ayoade, he's a director. <laughs> no, 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 the the other one. Jed. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, I, I don't he, know. Let's I, keep it as eyes and mouth. I think they're age pushing. They're pushing age. Do you know any fifteen-year-old boys in the local area? Uh, How many young boys do you know that can play our actors? Uh, it's not good with an unknown. No one will buy it. Okay. Um, well, the BBC might. <laughs> will they buy anything? Well, yeah, they are interested. So, BBC like Brighton. Let's sit it there. All right, got it. We're in Some kind of Brighton Games Developers Conference. You know, it's not actual GDC. BBC. It's called like B- yeah, BDC. Yeah, of course. Yeah, BD. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, next to the C as well. It's called BDC. Like, you just spell it out. So, Jonah Hill is at... Uh, he's still in university. You know, he's, he, even though I say he didn't go to university before. Let's change. <laughs> let's just... Let's scrap that. Well, I don't want him to be too young, so we can't. See, I want him to still be in education in halls. I think that's right, important okay. for one, the the youth watching. Sure. Two grants. We might get some kind of money Russell from the university. We might get money from the, the oh. university for featuring them. Of course, uh, yeah. Because you know, education. They want to advertise their game development program. Yeah. And what better way to advertise it than just on like a hell of gold? And education is a business now, so it doesn't really matter about any, you know, ethical or moral. Business. Oh, you can do anything. Even though like. it's the BBC, but you know, anything TV license a, money, TV license On a campus, money. you can do anything. There's no there's no law. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Guantanamo Bay, but with education. I think that is true. Uh, <laughs> so uh Julie and Jesse Eisenberg's character is a bit older. Okay. So like they're uh, they're hanging out at the uh, campus. Mm. Shall we say? Okay, campus coffee shop. <laughs> Shall we say? <laughs> That's true. Uh, they see some kind of poster for like the BDC, and they're like, "Wow, this is perfect!" You know, we can get it in front of people. Uh, we can get people to get their eyes on the ghouls. There'll be <laughs> there'll be industry people there. You know, Eurogamer might be there. Mm-hmm. I think they have Brighton offices. Sure. You know, it's going to be near Europe. It's going to be a, a, an area where people can see it. Okay. But the problem is, they can't afford. For the space. So maybe, the, yeah, maybe in the first episode they're just trying to get money to fa- fund the space. Mm-hmm. And his and the dad that invented the kind of techn- the camera technology is just isn't proud of his son. And that's he does how, not like his son because uh, Brighton is a seaside town. Sure, a lot of the sort of uh, not theme park things, but like fairground things mm-hmm. around there. I see. I see where this is going. I see where this is going. So that's how they get. The, the person who owns the local haunted house on board. Oh, this is, coming, this is coming together. I love this. There's synergy here. Okay, so, that's it. so they're, 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 okay. So just from the top, um, I'll just read my notes back. <laughs> um, there's a lot of ghouls. There's just a lot of ghouls. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, doing pranks and mischief, of course. Cool stuff. So, like, no one who in the tech uh, air sector necessarily wants to back this. Sure. Why would so you? So, we'll go, you know, we got two things. Tech... And ghouls. <laughs> Maybe someone who's not interested in the tech side, even though, as we said, it is a good algorithm, but nobody realizes that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get someone from the ghouls side. <laughs> That's true. And the entire series just just parallels these two. Because uh, in the first episode, you've got the ghouls, the haunted house. But really, they're pushing the tech. Maybe later on, they're pushing the tech, but the ghouls holds them back. Mm-hmm, yeah. Maybe there's a ghost cop. But what they don't know is that the proprietor of this haunted house place is actually really good at marketing oh, because shit. they've had to you know, bring people into the haunted house. Of course. Um, uh, yeah. We can have, we can have a, a female actor in this. Of course. Yeah. Of course we can. There are, uh, who, there are women actors. Who should play the haunted house person? Uh, she's really good at marketing. Dave Hellman. <laughs> <laughs> She's a scary lady. I would be scared if she owned a house. Uh, well, why not? <laughs> okay. I was thinking more Judy Dench, but... Well, they are two completely different actors, so I don't know how you would say that. They're very good names. <laughs> These names. They have good, fun names. Um, Let's go with the Judy Dench type, Helen Mirren type. <laughs> I don't know. They're all types. Um... Maybe an unknown. <laughs> I don't know. We're we're pushing the es- the Eisenberg Hill kind of. To be thing. honest, I was thinking Natalie Portman. <laughs> we have to film this in forty years when Natalie Portman is pushing 60, 30, 70. You could have young owners of point house places. Well, uh, maybe she inherited. Middle, yeah, maybe her parents. So that's why she's so good at marketing. She grew up in the marketing. Mm-hmm. She, was she grew in up in the house, in the haunted house. Oh She's a very God. spooky person. Maybe we need more spooky actors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Natalie Portman could play spooky. Yeah. I think she's very... She could She could unnerve. But how, how do they meet this person? Do they just... Are they just canvassing for it? Or are they visiting the haunted well, house I mean, for ideas anyway? I th- I th- Where are they getting all this ghouls, these ghouls from? Um... They need, uh, like, True. they need to license these ghouls out. <laughs> are, are these ghouls likenesses, are they protected by law, or? Uh, well, no, they're dead, so. <laughs> you can't, you can't sue the dead, it's fine. The dead can't sue you, at least. It's true. So, they managed to get funding from her. Okay. But, you know, what's, what's her stake in this? Is she eventually gonna go against them? Because, is she all about the ghouls, really? Or is this an opportunity for her to, uh, you know move on from the haunted house industry to make something of herself beyond just uh, spooks <laughs> I think I think it could be holding her back maybe yeah maybe so this is like an opportunity for her maybe she's a high end like she's got dreams of being a high end uh, maybe she made an app b- business lady maybe she wants to be um, she wants to make the new coke but she's being held back by maybe like the haunted house actually has a really good app but no one uses it you know like how like Domino's has an app <laughs> The ghoul tracker. Yeah. You pull, out the, you pull out the app and you just see ghouls in your local you area. You pull out the app and it always says, like, how far away you are from the haunted house. <laughs> it's the Tinder for dead people. But it's just like, it's a good app, but the functionality, because it's only one location. <laughs> it's actually kind of pointless. It just tells you how far you are away from Brighton Seaside. Yeah, like the opening times <laughs> or something. <laughs> she's pushing this app just for this one tiny boutique ghoul location on a worldwide scale she wants to sell this app so at first you think maybe she's just a spooky lady but actually she's good at marketing she's good at app development she's better than Pat is even 
She's just like a kind of a dark horse, like but a spooky sorry, ghost horse. His pack? Uh, Jonah Hill. <laughs> okay, oh yeah, I got it, I got it. Uh, okay, so she she's willing to back them. Okay. Maybe they're actually like, maybe in the contract or whatever, they're actually giving up maybe a bit more than they should out of this deal just to get uh, to BDC. Okay, yeah, I see that. They're, they're desperate to get to that conference. They've got to show them goals. Mm-hmm. They've got the goals. They've got to show them goals. So they, okay, so now they're, and they managed to get to BDC. You know, we're in like the third act of this pilot now, I guess. Yeah, sure. Because I have no concept of how long things happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this this is the world's first four-hour pilot, by the way. Oh, it's an epic. <laughs> it's, it's Lord of the Rings Part 1. Well, I was actually more thinking 30 minutes. I think that's kind of standard sort of comedy pilot. I don't, yeah. Is it a comedy? I think it is. <laughs> it's a serious, actually, uh, period piece. Well, we also this have, is set in the past, by the way. We all saw how bad that uh, Daniel Radcliffe... Um, GTA thing was I just had a brainwave okay. there's a rival games <laughs> company relentless. with Daniel Radcliffe as the main guy you know he's like he's kind of playing it the same way he played that uh, GTA maybe guy. he is Rockstar maybe Rockstar feeling threatened or like it's a parallel to Rockstar because he might not be a good yeah name. I think it would be a fa- it would be like a bigger name than these guys mm-hmm. and the, the, like a Maxis okay so they're at BDC Still, no one's that interested, actually. But so this get, guy, so, so sorry, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, is there, and he like sees it and he checks it out. And he's like, "Wow, this shit's really good," because of all the ghouls on screen at once. Is he a ghoul fan? No. Okay. He he actually was haunted <laughs> as a child. He hates ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> he hates ghouls, but he just loves that technology so much. He's just, I need this technology, but I don't want the ghouls. So at first, he's like, Daniel Radcliffe is like, I just want to immediately buy out this tech. Just okay. sell me the tech. And they're almost going along with it. Mm-hmm. But then something, you know, um, I think the Horton House lady maybe, like, pushes them into not going with it. Because, like, sure. you had a dream. You had a ghoul nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just, like, throw that away. Don't drop the ghouls. It's basically yeah. what she's saying. Because she's like, you know, you've clearly got something if Danny Radcliffe wants it. Mm-hmm. He is playing himself. <laughs> He's just a private investor. <laughs> <laughs> and he was scared by ghouls as a child. He was all around nearly headless Nick. Like, he was going to be terrified. I'm feeling good about that. I think Mr. Radcliffe might be on board. <laughs> okay. I'm so, not the first name. So that I'm going to be honest, me and Dan aren't the first name. That is, <laughs> what so you call him Mr. Radcliffe? We're on second name basis. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, he, they, they're meeting Daniel Radcliffe. That could be the first conflict. Do we drop the goals? Maybe the that's the end. The end is them thinking like, oh, maybe we've got like a good deal going on. Maybe someone is like low key interested. You know, so like, we'll help you through Steam Greenlight. Interested, uh, but then like, then then like Pat's on the phone. To, like he rings up uh, him. Mm-hmm. Hill rings up Eisenberg. He's okay, like, dude, check the RSS feed. <laughs> <laughs> They're still using technology for 2006. Yeah, so he opens up his notebook and waits five minutes for it to turn off. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, whoa, this hot new Indiegogo thing. Mm-hmm. And then they go into it and it's Daniel Radcliffe's company funding a very similar product. <laughs> but, but without the ghouls. Yes. Yeah. What are they using? The ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Uh, lots of skeletons. Oh, okay. That's, okay, that's fine. It's like very, very similar. It's like yeah. There's just a lot of skeletons. Lots of skeletons. And it's like, 
a game where there's lots of skeletons. <laughs> so he's like, damn. Cut the credits. <laughs> is it a faded black or a harsh cut? Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a harsh cut. <laughs> That's it. You never hear from a game. Yeah, like Daredevil style. It's like, bam. Director, me. Producer, me. <laughs> <laughs> Not even your name. Just just your name. I'm a really big fan of Nintendo's uh, avatars. <laughs> So just go from the top. I just so want to I think we I think we do have a good structure coming out here because you know if you guys are listening to this at the beginning, we didn't really know what was going no, on. There was no hot and ice. But something has come out of this. Something beautiful. Something it's called love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I obviously you know some of this does need to be fleshed out. The characters need to be fleshed out a bit more. What actually happens? Not the skeletons. No, no, no. But uh, <laughs> that basically takes away the point. But of the, the line, the line is is appearing. There is a thread. There is, there a, is a thread line. from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm liking it. I gotta be honest. I'm I'm in. So it's basically about marketing in the tech industry and VR specifically. I'm thinking BBC might be interested in this. So we've got a very good kind of in-depth oversight of the first episode where do you see it going in the future like how many seasons what can the arc of the first season be where's the e- where does it end let's say like obviously this can't be true because then we could never sell it because everybody would know how it ended yeah well the first um, where, season where, where will be the, the first season will then be about them trying to outdo Daniel Radcliffe okay skeletons v ghouls kind mm-hmm. of conflict skeletons versus ghouls yes Okay. It's very similar to Batman versus Superman. But Eventually they become friends. <laughs> and then Wonder, Wonder Ghost comes in. Yeah. So that the first season, I'm assuming they, they beat Daniel Radcliffe. Um, goes or do Triumph. They? We'll never know. I don't know. We may never know. It depends. That's why BBC have to fund it. It, it depends just how it comes out. It could be more of a sort of downer ending. But then it's like... There's a glimmer maybe, of hope. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the the final shot of the season is um, Daniel Radcliffe's beat them. They've sold the um, skeleton games, sold everything, and they're very sad. Maybe he comes out and they it's like really uh, flop. They leave the <laughs> and office. They're like, well, do you think God, there wasn't? Turn on the lights off. They don't turn off the monitor for one of their screens. Then the camera just slows pans from them leaving the. There's a pop up dialogue says you got hacked. <laughs> I don't know why the good thing about that is, but it says you got hacked. But in a good way, though. There's hope for season two. <laughs> there's an inbox like this goes like, "You've got mail." <laughs> no one has that, but uh, you know. <laughs> they do. He does. On his but it's like EA Games. We want to make Madden with you. Re, re the <laughs> next Madden. Go Madden. Because <laughs> you know there's a lot of players in. <laughs> there's a lot of players in Madden. <laughs> I don't know how many there are. Maybe about twenty on the field at a time. But. We could push that to a we could push that to three thousand players on the field. Yeah, because maybe Daniel Radcliffe's uh, company, his own coding skills, can't match the algorithm. So it comes out, but it does, you know it's like laggy. It's very it's very inefficient. It's kind of a very mm. buggy kind of piece of software. So it's a bit of a disappointment. But it replicates it, but not well. So they kind of maybe they failed to meet match up to him to a certain level mm. of release. But then once that's happened. It kind of goes, well, maybe because that flop for him, there is opportunity for you after all. Yeah. Maybe their feud becomes public enough where there's enough eyes on both of them for the failure of Daniel Radcliffe's to then help them come to success. Yeah. And but what of, no one knows is that they just are very bad and they just like ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> so then season two, it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, maybe we just do like a big like jump in season two of time. 
Where okay. they're like, maybe they are in LA. Like maybe they are, but they've gone to SF, San Francisco. <laughs> That's what we call it. Hey, no, the Cali. BA, the big Cali area. It is in California, isn't it? <laughs> you know, maybe they, maybe they, they're like a year into their company or something. Okay. Because seasons usually come out a year, but the gap. So we do an actual year. Oh, I like that. It's real time. It's the yeah. world's first but back real to the time pilot. Time. They're trying to shop it around. They decide they want to go to BDC. They they can't really get the money for BDC. Uh, they get an investor from a haunted house. Mm-hmm. They're at BDC. No one's that interested. Danny Radcliffe is interested. He tries to get the thing. They don't want to sell the thing. Mm-hmm. Done. Shop it. We're done. <laughs> I think that's it. That's the idea. We're done. Um, yeah. So I... I, I Hold on. What? Sorry, I've got Eisenberg on the phone. Jesse, no, it's not a good time. No, no, we're just doing the pitch now. <laughs> we're just doing the pitch now. Yeah, yeah, I did see Batman vs. Superman. It was okay. No, no, you were great. I mean, yeah. All right. <laughs> no, you can't go. <laughs> All right, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. God, he's always calling. He's, he's, he's a caller. He's a caller. It's it Jesse Eisenberg. No. It's Jesse Eisenberg. His name is on there. Did we're in talks about this. Did he ask you about Batman vs. Superman? Well, yeah. What do you think about it? It's okay. <laughs> he's a caller. He's a caller. He never texts. So now we got Eisenberg. He's he's a buddy. Well, he's he's into it. He's into saying. it. So I think I think what we need to do is have some kind of element where we think is this going to be a success? Do, well, of course. Do, well, we obviously think it's a success. Why would we not? You mean the the TV show? The, uh, the TV show everything. will be a success. And your friendship with Eisenberg. I think that's a, that's gold. I don't know. He's pretty clingy. <laughs> <laughs> We've not signed anything yet, so I can still drop. I think what we need is some some people to tell us what they think of the idea, where it's going to go. Um, I think we need to contact the BBC and ask them what they think of it. Oh yeah, the BBC have already been contacted. And, and <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Okay. No, no, the contract's not. It doesn't matter. We got to say it. We'll okay. edit that out. Uh, you've contacted them in, this, in the, the 40 minutes it's taken us to record this pod. I have spoken to the BBC before. <laughs> so, wait, you had this entire concept. There has I... been communication between me and the BBC. To what level or regarding what? I just, it really wouldn't be wise to say anything. But let's just say, do you like the idea? I hope so. <laughs> well, uh... Everybody, that's. I think that's. Uh, it's come to an end. Because BBC Three is back now. We could push it online. Well, yeah. Everything's uh, online these days. True. YouTube, groceries, Gmail, other Google products, <laughs> Amazon. That's online. So I think. I think what we need now is people to tell us what they think of it, whether they think it'll be a success, and how much money they're willing to invest on in our Kickstarter, which will be available as a link. Well, it's not a Kickstarter. It's just a PayPal donation link. Why? So where does take There's the no money? point in them getting a cut. Why don't they just give us the money and just not us producing? Anything? And also, then yeah, then I don't have to tell you how much we're at, what we need. I need to, I just get the money. It saves everyone time. You get less emails. About you don't want to stress. Because <laughs> you know you back some kits out. You're like, oh, is it gonna make it? You know, there's only this, two days this left. definitely won't make. Don't it. worry about it. Just give me the money and maybe it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. It's just not. Don't worry about it. Just yeah. give us the money. So yeah, uh, let us know uh, if you are willing to invest in. If we got a title, we just come with lots of ghouls. Lots of ghouls. 
Lots of goals. Do we have a title for this podcast? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's called Lots of Goals. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> the Lots of Goals podcast. Uh, let us uh, know how you, it goes. Let us know if you have any ideas for TV. Yeah. Because you probably aren't good enough to think of them through. <laughs> and, so, and you certainly don't have the resources to so, produce them. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to... I don't want, is it okay if I tell them... You do have a pool filled with gold coins. It is a bit weird. Like, just, I can see it through the French windows, the French doors. Let's not talk about that. Okay. It's a bit weird. Like, it's obviously not been cleaned out for a while. There is, like, I think seagulls have, like, pooped in it. <laughs> you didn't think it through. I, I, I don't like you judging my seagull poop colder. No, it's fine. I mean, I just, I think it'd be nicer if you filled it with water. Yeah, that's why they have banks. That's why they have banks. It's a hot day. I could I could use a dip, but instead it's just, just gold coins. Those get hot. I can I see like the heat wave coming off of them right now. <laughs> They're hot coins. So yeah, if you do want your show to be produced, just get in touch. You know, uh, with a you know a brief outline pitch. Uh, maybe we'll use that idea and then make the money for us. We got Eisenberg on board already. Uh, you want to go and use the money? So, hit us up. I have the contacts. And also glasses. Is that Eisenberg calling you right now? Oh, yeah. yeah hang yeah. on. Tell him to hang up. Yeah. Hang him up. Hang yeah, him up. Fine. <laughs> I'm not answering. Get it right. Get out of here. <laughs> Leave. No Jesse. Yeah, hang up. <laughs>